Hey guys, welcome back to What's Up Life, episode 4 I believe, this is crazy. I hope everyone's week was well, I missed you guys, I'm glad I'm back, here we are. What a day it's been, what a week it's been. Um, let's see here, today we're going to be talking about friendships and relationships and love, how does that sound? So good. <laughs> okay, um... First of all, What's Up Life podcast on all social medias, and then my TikTok, let me look it up real quick, is my poetry account is My Thoughtful Thoughts, which I've never thought about plugging that, but here we are. Um, I feel like a lot of you guys who know about my podcast are coming over here from there, Um, but if you don't know it, it's that, What's Up Life pod, all social medias on YouTube as well. Oh, man. Wow. What a week. Okay. I'm going to do my highs and lows of my week at the end, but let's just get right into this, okay? So, I want to talk about how to get over someone, first of all, okay? I think I've told my story a couple times on TikTok, um, but... I feel like I am constantly mourning the past versions of myself every single day of my entire life. (laughs) I feel like that's all I do is just think about the past and think about who I was and who I was friends with and how I acted and my personality. And I don't do that as much, thankfully, because go therapy. Yay, therapy. Thank God for therapy. (laughs) But I think I have cracked the code of getting over someone, (laughs) especially someone you love or even a really close friend. And obviously it all depends on how things ended and what terms you guys were on when things ended. But right now I say to myself and think getting over someone is just learning how to live without them. You obviously lived without them before you met them, and now you have the knowledge of them that you have to live with. In my situation, I'm not going to explain my situation because who cares, but I have realized now, let me, okay, I'll give you a little backstory. It's been a year, no contact with this person, and even before that, It's been like two to three years. It was bumpy even before the uh, year of no contact. So I I knew even from the beginning that this friendship was going to end because I remember even like within the first few months of getting to know this person, I, we were hanging out and I literally thought to myself, this is going to hurt so bad when it ends I could because I knew it I was like this you know whatever in the moment even though I was so happy and getting to know this person and I I something in my little brain told me this is not gonna end well and I was right it did not end well um so now I am on to getting over this person and learning how to live without them which sucks, and it's so hard, and you know what? The love that you have for someone 
I don't think ever goes away. You know, you can push it down and you can act like you're all tough and whatever, but I don't really think it goes away. And another point I have with getting over someone is don't talk about them with your friends, okay? I just recently learned this tip and this is why I don't really write poetry how I used to is because I was in the car with my friend and she was like, Claire, you, you like, this is going to sound harsh, but you need to stop talking about this person because every time you bring this person up, you're just trying to like relive the memories or that's what your brain is stuck on is the memories of this person. And even it's been one year, if I were to meet this person again, this person is totally different. You know, the memory, the thoughts that you have with them is just that past version of them, you know, they're a new person. So I always think, oh my God, what if I see this person in a grocery store, at a coffee shop, or if this person comes into my work, it's like, Claire, they are so different, like, they're a different version of, you know, they're a different version of themselves. um, so, you know, these scenarios that I make up in my head is, obviously wouldn't be true, because I don't know who they are now, and that's also a whole different hurdle to accept, and, um, come up with, so, Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, so I wrote down maturing and your past self still. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, kind of back to what I was just talking about. Your. So, I. Okay. I was just talking about how. Your past self, no, hang on, let's, let's start here. The memories that you make up in your head, or, and maybe I'm the only person who does this with past people, and it's just, it's not just one certain person, it's like a bunch of different people that I do this with, but I truly think that like these memories that you're making up in your head is just the past version that loved that person or that was friends with that person is like mourning so for example me the current version of me is like I don't want this person like I would you know I have such great friendships now that I don't even want this person But obviously, I have moments of missing them, but I've accepted and realized that the person that misses them is that past version that loved them. The the me now doesn't love them. That past version that loved them is who misses that version of them. Does that make sense? Um, So, it's not, it's not this version of me currently a year with no contact this year this version of me doesn't know that person and 
you know what? This is just how my brain works. So maybe this is so confusing and doesn't make sense at all. And maybe I'm just delusional. <laughs> but please, if you relate to this or if that makes any sense, let me know because I think about this a lot, clearly. <laughs> um, so yeah, don't talk about your ex. Let's go back to that, okay? I, with my friends, have like talked about this person and not even trashed on this person, but just talked about how I missed them and how it was so sad. <laughs> and now I don't miss this person, and it's amazing and great. Um, sorry, I'm like, keep burping, I apologize. <laughs> but me not talking about this person has helped so, 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 so much. And I'm so glad my friend told me this because at first I was like, whoa, that seems a little harsh. And I know that this friend gives me real advice and I know she would never mean any harm by it. And so that's why I was like, okay, I'll do it. Like, you know, maybe she's getting annoyed by me talking about this person. And so I stopped and wow, it helped because when you don't talk about someone, they don't, they don't exist. And it's, it's been a year, like it's time. It is seriously time. That's another reason why I don't really write poetry anymore, um, or I just do it a lot less, because it's the same thing. If I keep writing about this person, it's not it's not gonna help. Um, you know, I think it did help um, the first six months of no contact, but um, it's been a little over a year now, and it's time, and I've accepted that, and I'm ready to move on. Um, something that I have been, that used to scare me, that doesn't really anymore, I've learned, <laughs> is I was so attached to that person that I was so scared I was never going to feel the way I did when I was with them or the love I felt that they gave me. And I learned that that person was definitely love bombing. If you guys don't know that term, look it up. I don't want to explain it. Um, but I was so scared that I was never going to feel that love again. And my therapist had said, like, you might, you will never feel that type of love again, obviously, because no one can match that. Not because it was that good. It's just because, you know, everyone loves differently. Everyone wants to be loved differently. So that will never be exactly the same. But you might find a love out there that feels better than that. And that was like, whoa, you're so right. It's kind of comforting that I'll never feel that exact same way again. But it might feel better. It might not. Um, and... Also, just not comparing the way that one person makes you feel over someone else has really helped. Even in friendships. Like, you know, if one friend gives really good advice and another friend doesn't, it doesn't mean you love them less. It's just that you know, you know, if you need advice, you're going to go to the friend who obviously gives better advice than the other one. Um, so... Um, I also wrote down love is addictive, which I'm pretty sure that's, everyone knows that, but man, I, <laughs> it really, I'm going to be honest here, 
I know I'm giving all this advice of like, you'll feel love again. Don't worry. It won't feel the same, but da da da. I don't ever want to feel love again. <laughs> like it, it's, it's addictive and it's really, really scary. Especially because I stick to my word when it comes to love. And that's another reason why it's so hard for me to get over people, even friendships, because I do stick to my word and I am honest with people. So if I tell you I'm going to love you forever, I'm going to love you forever. Like if this person were to call me, if any of my past people I've had in my life had called me, I would answer immediately, immediately. And maybe that's not a good example of setting boundaries, but I, like, if I tell you I'm going to love you forever, I will love you forever. Like, no doubt about it. I don't care how mad I am at you, whatever. You know, I will put down what I can to help you. Um, and I've also learned within the past year of this no contact is setting boundaries. That is one thing I've always lacked (laughs) and I could do a whole podcast about setting boundaries because I'm definitely still working on it, but setting boundaries with friends and relationships with your parents, oh my god, that's huge. Setting boundaries with my mom was like a huge, huge, huge learning lesson and boundary that I had to learn. Um, and I'm so glad I did it because now we have a great relationship. Um, but setting boundaries in every aspect of life is so hard. I struggle with it so much. I still struggle with it so much, especially with like your family. That's the hardest place to set a boundary because if you don't set boundaries early on in relationships and friendships and with family, it's really hard to form them later on because if something was good in the beginning, you know, and it was fine for, okay, let me just say an example because I'm not good at explaining it. Say, so say you don't like frozen yogurt, okay, and you're just getting to know this person who you're hanging out with just say friends, okay? And you're like, oh, well, you know, I don't like frozen yogurt, but I just want to make friends, and this person wants frozen yogurt, so let's go get frozen. I'll just, like, suck it up and get frozen yogurt, okay? And I know this isn't a, like, huge example, but this is what I'm talking about. Like, this example, but bigger things, um is huge. So then, you know, the frozen yogurt, you go get frozen yogurt, and then, you know, three months down the road, you know, you know this person a little more, and they're like, oh, want to go get frozen yogurt? And now you're like, I really don't like frozen yogurt, and now I can say no, you know? And then, you know, you get frozen yogurt, you just suck it up, and then, you know, a year down the road, you're like, okay, I cannot get frozen yogurt again. And you finally tell this person, hey, like, I don't really like frozen yogurt. I don't, I don't want to get frozen yogurt. You know, it's like, it's so confusing to the other person. 
And although they should respect you, like, that's another thing I've learned. And being honest with someone and saying, hey, look, I should have, you know, set this boundary in the beginning. That's why a lot, in my experience, a lot of my relationships have fallen apart because of boundaries and because I've needed things in my friendships that I haven't received and that led to the downfall of said friendships and relationships. Um, I, I'll, I'll talk about this. I'm feeling, I'm feeling open tonight, okay? <laughs> um, for example, let's see. One of my biggest boundaries that I have trouble setting is um, hanging out with people and... Um, oh, here, let me just give you, let me give you a high school example, okay? So, in high school, I had, um, a group of three other friends, so it was a group of four, including me, and in the morning, uh, on my way to school, I would always get Starbucks, and so I started asking them, like, hey, do you guys want anything, right? And so, I would get all my friends Starbucks, and as we all know, Starbucks is not cheap, Okay, and the first couple times, they none of them paid me back, and I was like, hmm, okay, interesting, and so then I stopped getting Starbucks for everyone, and I just would bring my own, because no one paid me back, and me being the shy little kid I was, I just really wanted friends, and I was like, you know what, I'm not going to cause issues, I'm just not going to get them Starbucks, so then eventually, they started asking me to get them Starbucks, And I was like, oh, man, like, I know they're not going to pay me back. But, like, I still did it because I I was desperate. I wanted friends. And so then it started this cycle of me like, oh, my God, I don't want to get my friend Starbucks because they won't pay me back. When I literally could have just asked them, hey, can you please pay me back? Like, it's it's not that big of a deal. It's really not. But I was so scared that they were, like, going to be mad at me or something. So then eventually... I got them Starbucks time after time after time, and they never once ever paid me back. Um, But that was, that kept building up, where in those friendships, it, you know, I would be passive-aggressive to them, because I'm like, you know, subconsciously, I'm like, oh my god, they didn't pay for their, my, you know, they didn't pay me back for getting them Starbucks, um you know, and then I'd say some passive-aggressive comment, and again, this is where I plug therapy, okay? I have become so self-aware about a lot of different things, and I am so happy where I am now because I am self-aware, and I'm learning boundaries. I still am not good at boundaries, trust me. I'm really, it's really, really hard to uh, figure out boundaries and to place boundaries, especially when you're meeting new people and, you know, you really want to get along with these people. Um, so yeah, I think that's, let's see, my list. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much my list. I'm sorry that was kind of all over the place. 
I'm gonna do my highs and lows. I don't, I forget if I do them of like my past week or this coming week that I'm excited about. Well, I'm gonna do both. Um, there's an art fair that I'm going to on Sunday, and then I'm going to see the Barbie movie hopefully on Sunday. And let's see, what was the low of my week? Hmm. Man, I don't really know. I don't think I really have a low. I can't think of one, and I don't want to keep you all waiting. But I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you have any podcast suggestions, let me know. Again, what's up, life pod uh, across all social medias and on YouTube. Um, my thoughtful thoughts on TikTok and in that bio of that TikTok, my thoughtful thoughts, there's a link tree and that also has all of my links to everything. I'm trying to pull it up right now to tell you guys what is all in there. If I can, maybe not. Okay, maybe not. Just kidding. Um, there will be a link tree in there though. I just can't find it because they changed the format of everything. I hope you guys have a good week. Thank you for listening in. Love you all. Hope this wasn't boring. I'm sorry I'm so scatterbrained. It is Thursday night at 10.36 and I was like, I need to film a podcast for tomorrow. Um, love you guys. Wish you all the well. Take care of yourselves. Goodbye.